It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. Welcome to the show today. I have some great things in store for you. I have been thinking about journaling, and so I want to share some of my thoughts with you on journaling. And this could turn into like two or three different episodes because I have some different thoughts on that. So just look for multiple episodes on journaling, which I'm potentially really excited about. And so I hope that you are also very excited about. Now, let me just remind you guys that I have the Transforming Your Codependency text messages coming to you every day on, well, not every day, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for those of you who have signed up. And if you want to be one of those people to get a little inspirational, educational reminder message from me on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then please text the word PEACE to the following phone number, 877 338-0875. And of course, the internet link, the website link will be in the show notes if you just want to click on a button and do it that way. So let's get into the thoughts that I have prepared for you today. It is about fears about journaling. As a therapist and a person who personally journals, I... I think about journaling a lot as a good option for people, but very, very frequently, the people that I mention it to aren't interested in doing it. Now, I fully believe that if someone does not want to try um, a certain method that might be useful for them, um, I can't really make them do it, and I don't think they should be forced into do, doing that method. There's maybe another method that they could try. Now, if someone's resistant to like all the methods and they're like, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. That's more about they're not wanting to change. That's a different story and a different conversation. But I think that people say no to journaling because they have all of these ideas about journaling and fears about journaling. And so today I'm going to go into the fears because I have heard over my professional span of time, a lot of fears about why people don't want to journal. And, you know, all of these fears are rooted in something real. And I just want to speak into them so that if you have any of these fears, you can either understand them on a deeper level or actually overcome them or face them in some way. Because I truly believe that journaling can help people move through their issues more quickly because they can see the reality of the situation written in front of them. Now that in itself is sometimes part of the issue, but um, we'll get into that. So, the first fear that I want to talk about 
is what if my journal gets seen? There is a lot of angst that comes with this fear for people. If they have taken the time and the effort to be brave enough to write down their thoughts and their emotions, maybe their frustrations, the things that they're unwilling to say to people um, that they would never actually say, and they never want that person to know. But of course, in an anxiety brain, the exact person that is going to read the journal or see the journal is going to be the person that they talked about and the person that they said something about that they never want that person to know they thought that. That's like the worst case scenario, right? So what if the journal gets seen? This is a possibility because you probably live with other people. I mean, not everyone does, but a lot of people do have other people in their home that they live with. And so the question is, are the people that you live with respectful of your stuff and your space? And would they, in general, not bother to go look in your journal? Now, hopefully the answer for many of you is no. But for some of you, I know the answer is it would not be respected. And that's part of why you're listening to this podcast is because you're you're in an environment that is not supportive of you having boundaries and you having personal health. So obviously, if a person reads your journal, that is a violation of boundaries because it is generally understood in society that what a person writes in a journal is fucking private and not for everyone to read. If you're reading a journal, it is only acceptable because the owner and author of the journal has let you read certain sections so that you can see inside their mind, right? And explain what is going on. It is obviously a violation of boundaries and a violation of trust. So it should not be happening, but I know that it can happen and it does happen. So there can come with this fear of it getting seen that there will be an argument that will start, let's say, with that worst case scenario I was talking about, where the person that you wrote about is the person who reads it. So that could say, start a fight or a misunderstanding. There can be fears. So if there, there's fears of that, but then if any other person reads it, they can be fear that you will be judged for maybe putting your deepest thoughts or fears, or emotions, or situations um, in this journal. Maybe you talk about something that happened to you that other people don't know about. What if someone reads your journal, and they now see that thing that happened to you, and you feel shame, or you feel embarrassment, or you're certain that someone's going to judge you? And I know I'm dredging up all of these like awful fears that people have about journaling them, journaling them out. But I think I'm just stating what's inside people's fears anyway, in a more clear and succinct way. Um, I I feel like if you have a fear of journaling, or a fear of it getting seen, I'm already just saying to you what you already thought. I don't feel like I'm adding anything because you're already there. And it would be appropriate to have a lot of emotions about someone reading your journal if that were to ever happen. But 
the other person is the person that is in the wrong. If you wrote something down that happened to you, or that was part of your life experience, it is, they are the ones with the issue for violating your trust. You don't have to be the one to feel shame or embarrassment because they weren't permitted to watch it or read it in any way. So how do we handle not having our boundaries violated with our journal or the fear of someone finding out what has happened to us, what we think, what we feel. So step one, if you live with people who are generally respectful, you could just have conversations with them. Like, I know you're not going to look at this, but my fear is so high to start this journal. I just want you to know that you can never, ever even touch it. If it needs to be moved, like, let me know and I will be the one to touch it. And that's for people that you live with who are pretty much going to be respectful anyway, but you're saying it for your own assurance. If you live with people who you don't know if they're going to pick it up and look at it, or they would in general not, but in a moment where they were like, hey, something hinky's going on, maybe I need to see and take a peek. Like, in general, they would be respectful, but in a moment of crisis, they they might either peek or, oh, sadly, sometimes people get petty and, and are looking for dirt. So in those moments, maybe there would be a violation, but generally there would not be. You always have the option to not actually have a traditional journal that's like a bound book. You could just have notebook paper that you shred. You could... Make sure that the journal does not live past you writing it out. So you write it out and then you just dispose of it in a way that makes you feel like no one's ever going to be able to see it again because it's now been destroyed. And that is okay. This, of course, means that you won't be able to go back and look at it and reflect, but you will have had the ability to write it out and ensure that no one else can look at it. You could take the, the step to get a safe that only you know the combination to or only you have the key to. But frankly, if it's combination, no one else can accidentally get the key or search for the key and find the key. And maybe it's just a little safe that's not very big. And maybe you already own a safe and you could do this. Maybe you're investing in a safe and that's a much bigger investment than just buying a journal or grabbing one that you already own. But I believe that the benefits of journaling are so great that the cost of a safe might actually be worth the outcome that you would get from having a journal. And if you're only going to journal, if you feel certain that no one's going to look at it, then maybe getting a safe is a way to go. There are, there are probably more workarounds than the ones that I'm coming up with right now to share with you to work around this fear of what if it gets seen. 
But in terms of, like, those are the ones that I've come up with so far, but I believe that there are more. Those are the ones I have for you right now. But then this other, this other layer of it is, oh, so what? So what if it gets seen? So what if you get known? There is usually the things that have happened in people's lives are not really their fault and it's not about something wrong with you that caused this situation to happen but we we tend to have this if something bad happened to me i must have been bad mentality and you being seen is not um the worst thing that could happen and that might seem shocking or upsetting to some people listening, but sometimes that fear of your journal getting seen is simply a fear of you being seen as a person and wanting to hide yourself. And so I think that is a valuable question to ask yourself. Are you scared to be seen? Because if you're seen, are you going to be rejected? Because that is historically what has happened, which then comes back again to my pillars of healing codependency, which are self-esteem and boundaries. And so if there is this fear of your inner self being seen and being rejected, is that really just part of the pattern that has been happening in your life and part of why you're codependent to begin with, that if you really show your true self, people won't like you. And so you have to pretend to be something different than who you are so that people will like you and so that you will be approved of and be, um, you know, appropriately, an appropriate human in society. So is that really the reason why you have a fear of the journal being seen? Is because in general, you don't want to be seen. It is a valid question that only you can answer. Okay, the next fear that I hear about quite frequently, which isn't necessarily a fear, it's just like this uh, ball of confusion. There tends to be this idea that, well, I'll just do journaling wrong. There's all this confusion around it. There's this thought that there are rules. There are static rules about how one is supposed to journal. And you can't start journaling unless unless you already know the rules. Now, I'm here to tell you, there really aren't any hard and fast rules about journaling. Now, there are methods. There are different methods that people use for journaling, but that is not the only way to do it. I mean, I've got several, okay, I've probably got like three dozen journals and I'm scratching my head right now trying to figure out how many I actually have. There's a couple of them that have outlines in them about what you're supposed to write. There's some that are blank with occasional prompting questions. And otherwise, they're just blank, right? So actually, what I'm going to do is in my stories today on Instagram, I'm going to post a few of them of the blank pages that show uh, what you can ask yourself or the format that they have. This is not the format for journaling. This is the format that these journals have. You can have a journal where it tells you what to, to answer, what questions to write about. You know, like a question or a prompt. You can 
have a journal that is blank that you write about everything that happened in your day, like factually. You can have a journal where you just write phrases or emotions or fragmented thoughts. They do not even have to be full sentences. Sometimes even not calling it a journal, but just calling it your notebook of ramblings or my chicken scratch or my brain dump, just any other word or phrase that describes to yourself what you are doing. If you need to have some sort of brain trick where you call it something else that's not called a journal or a diary so that you can begin this process, that is something that is supportive to you. There is a lot of assumptions that you have to do journaling every day or at a certain time and that if you don't, you're a failure. This is not true. I can go a couple weeks without journaling. It's probably not good for me, but I've, it's certainly happened once I got into the, you know, the process of it. I can go a long time without journaling. That doesn't mean I'm not a good journaler. I'll go in there when I have a specific issue that I really want to write about, or I might be in a place where I'm working through something, or maybe I'm learning a new method. I can do it every day, and then I can do it no days at all for a period of time. Both are okay. You are not a failure if you are not journaling or writing in your diary every single day. Because again, there are no rules. There are methods, and some methods have expectations attached to them, and you can choose whether or not you follow that method. But again, it's up to you which method you try, and there are many out there. So I just, this is that general fear that people have of like, how can I start journaling if I don't know how? Almost this perfectionistic level of having to get it exactly right. Now, if you have confusion about how to start because you just don't get it, that totally makes sense to me. And I think I'm going to do a separate episode on how to journal different ways to do it that have actual methods described. But in general, if you can just start with writing how you feel or what you're thinking in that moment, you have officially started journaling. And it could be three sentences and that would be fine. You can't do it wrong. The most important thing is to just begin. Okay, the third thing that I tend to hear from people, and this is normally after they've given me other objections about why they don't like it, is what if I write this stuff down that we're talking about and now it becomes real? Okay, moment of truth. That is the entire reason why you write in a journal. You write in a journal so that it does become real, so that you can see your own thoughts and your own emotions, 
and you can understand them in a different way because now they are not in your mind. When they are not in your mind anymore and they are out on paper or said to a person, but of course we're talking about journaling, so it's written down, now it does become real and you can see it through a different lens. And sometimes when you write something down and you can look at it, you go, oh my gosh, why was I thinking that? That doesn't make any sense. And then you can check yourself, you know, but sometimes you write it down and you go, oh, this is a really deep insight. This is hitting me in a new way. And now I can understand myself more. It's like you write it down and then you see your behavior in a new way because you're seeing how what this realization that you wrote down has actually impacted your life and the decisions that you make. And then you begin to realize how you can change it. And maybe that doesn't happen instantaneously, but first you have to have a realization before you can begin to accept the circumstances and then move through the change process. So the people who are um, reticent to begin writing in a journal because it's going to become real, okay, that is the absolute reason for journaling, but that just means that you are fearful of discovering yourself and seeing yourself and you're not ready to face whatever is going to come up in the journal. I'm here to tell you that's okay. It's okay to be scared to face the things that are in our lives because, hello, I have things in my life that I'm not facing yet. I'm 1000% sure of that. We face things when we are ready to face them. But just because there's things you're not ready to face yet doesn't mean you can't journal. The things that you're not ready to face yet are probably, quote unquote, in the deep end of the pool and things that are so overwhelming that the anxiety brain and the fear-based brain goes, oh my God, if I start journaling, it's automatically going to end up there and then it's going to be too overwhelming to me and I won't be able to function in my life. Ah! Right? <laughs> we just get so freaked out. But it's really, really unlikely that the very first few times you journal, you're going to end up touching on your deepest, darkest thing that you don't want to face. When you start journaling, you get in the shallow end of the pool and you practice writing really basic things like, this is how I felt today. This is what happened today. Um, it can be a gratitude journal where you're writing things that you're really, really grateful for things that are beautiful in your life to help adjust your mood. So when you're getting into the shallow end of the pool, um, well, okay, I'm going to rephrase that. When you begin journaling, you usually get in at the shallow end of the pool. You're not going to always begin with those tough things. You build to them. And as you become more willing and open and available to face those harder things, your journaling will begin to go in that direction because you are more open to it. No one can make you write about situations or realizations or inner inner ways of thinking that you're not ready to face yet. So even if you were to write it down, you wouldn't allow it to touch you in a deeper way 
And so it wouldn't have meaning um, that would cause you to see yourself in a different way. So the change wouldn't occur anyway, even if someone was able to make you do it. And so there is no point in making you do it, like forcing you to. So if you begin journaling, you're actually in control of how you journal and when you journal and what you journal about. So that's very, very, very empowering. I love journaling so much that I really want to share that with you because I know how powerful it has been for me and how real it has been for me. There have been many moments of realizing deep inner truth and it has really helped accelerate my personal growth. And so if you are considering beginning journaling, send me a DM. I'm curious. I want to have a conversation with you about um, if you're going to dive into it um, or if you still have some hesitations but want to start. I'd be happy to have a conversation with you about that. So let me know. Also, I've got some things coming down the pike for you guys and I want you to get in on all of the cool things that are going to be related to it. But the people that are going to hear about it first are the people that are on my email list. And so if you want to be in on, you know, the early awareness of what's happening, um, you can get on my email list, one, by signing up for those text messages, the Transforming Your Codependency text messages. That puts you on my email list as well. But if you don't want those and you want to be on the email list, you can just direct message me on Instagram email list and I'll make sure you get on it. But also, P.S., you could sign up for the text messages and then stay on the email list and then just hit stop on the text messages because that's like a little feature that it has. Because, you know, everyone should be able to opt out of something when they're done with it. So... Get yourself on the email list because I send something out every Monday to the people there and they get some deeper thoughts from me than in Instagram and, of course, get early access to information because it's my inside group. So, you guys, I hope that you will consider consider starting journaling or that you will reignite your interest in journaling. And, of course, I want to hear from you. What's going on? My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages. Straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.